This is an unusual episode. I'm not even sure what I want to say, but I feel like I have to say something. Our country is stunned by yet another school shooting. I don't have any answers, and I'm not sure anybody does. But I have spent the last 60 years of my life in the company of children especially in the company of middle-grade children. And I think I have something that needs to be said. Laws are good, and there may be laws that will help. But we have to go back further than that. We have to somehow nurture our children in a way that they don't want to pick up a gun and kill somebody. Here's what I think we need to be doing with our children from the time they are born. The first thing we need to do for our children is listen to them. You know, nobody really listens to children anymore, but we have to listen to them without judging what they're saying. We're too quick to say, that's wrong, or that's crazy, it won't work. When people are listened to, they feel valued. When people feel valued, they don't get angry. And so the first thing we have to do is listen to our children. That takes time, and time is the one thing our parents don't have. This isn't to say a lot of people aren't listening. There are excellent parents out there and wonderful children who are growing up whole and happy. But too many children have no one to listen to them. They get angry. They feel worthless. So the first thing that we need to do is just listen. Make time to listen. The second thing, and this is a big one. Okay, just in observing how we parent, too many parents go around telling their kids how wonderful they are. Amazing, wonderful, you're brilliant. And that's all the kid hears. Stop it. Yes, we know they're amazing, wonderful, and brilliant. And the first time you look down on your child in the crib, they'll know if you think they're wonderful or brilliant just by the way you look at them. Our children pick that up non-verbally. What happens is we keep telling these kids they're wonderful, perfect, amazing. Well, then they get into middle school and they get into trouble. And the parent has to keep up the illusion that they're wonderful, amazing, and brilliant. So, of course, if the kid gets in any trouble, it's the other people's fault. It's the coach. It's the other kids. It's the teacher. All right. So the kid goes through middle school into high school and believes that they're wonderful, brilliant, amazing, without doing anything. So by the time they're 19 or 20... There they are in the basement, surfing the internet, or couch surfing at a friend's house, because they haven't learned that they have to do something. It isn't just about sitting there being wonderful, brilliant, and amazing. There's another side to that, too. If that's all they ever hear, they're afraid to actually do something, because somebody will find out that they're not wonderful, brilliant, and amazing. It's better, I think, 
to see a child struggling, to let them struggle, but then let them know you understand how hard they're trying. Let them know you see the good things they do, the hard work, the kindness to a friend, the thoughtfulness they have for a neighbor. Be sure and point out to them all the good things that they're doing, and they'll continue to believe that they are capable of doing good things. One more thing. I watched parents think they're teaching children how to work. They give them a job and say, It's all yours, buddy. Do your best. That's not what children need to learn how to work. They need somebody working beside them. If you work with your child to plant a garden, or better yet, work at a soup kitchen with them, they will see how you work and they will do the same. Well, there's no story this morning. Just a lot of concern about how our children are being brought up. We must find ways to keep from bringing up so many children who are so angry they become adults who will take a gun and shoot children in a school. This is Ann Cavera with Speeding Past 80. Thank you for listening.